Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gilders Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. Uh, good morning and welcome to episode one, three, three, zero of down to dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. Knock, knock. Who's there? Opportunity, and I don't knock twice. Hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe six feet. Slam through. I have a problem with that joke. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense it's because not. you don't knock. I, I never knock twice as like the knock-knock initiator. Yeah. A knock-knock joke, you don't knock again. And Jay. It's Jay. Wow. Your, jo- your joke's truly lately are not even jokes they're knock knock jokes mm. they're not not jokes <laughs> they're not not jokes <laughs> ouch uh the, the draft <laughs> this time next week we will know exactly who the thunder take at 12 or maybe they trade up to six or Ooh. maybe they trade up to 10 or more than else. likely just draft number 12 probably just taking somebody at 12 so. it's all of your work all of the conversations for the last six weeks. Yeah. All crescendo mm-hmm. in this moment. Next Thursday, 7 p.m. in Brooklyn, New York, which is where my friend Andrew will be. That's right. But myself, my Luke, uh-huh. and my Tayshawn. Uh-huh. Yeah. My Luke. My Luke. <laughs> We're going to be at Fassler Hall. That's right. Down on 10th Street. Is it going to be a private thing, just us three? Yep. <laughs> we're just, just letting you know we're going to be there. Just letting you know where we're going to be. Wrong. But we're going to be there, and we invite you to come and join us there. You know why? Because nobody gets it. If you're a psychotic about the Thunder, if you're listening to this podcast and you have opinions yeah. on what the Thunder should do for the draft, you don't want to do this at home. You, you want to show up don't do and it. do it with your friends. Don't do <laughs> you want to do it with your friends. Good yeah. job, Luke. And so... <laughs> Why not come and join us on Thursday night, 7 p.m., Fassler Hall. And here's something else. Taylor, what are you bringing uh, with you? Fun. I'm bringing a lot of fun. What I'm else are you bringing? Shir- I'm going to have some shirts. We're going to have some shirts to sell. Yeah. So we're going to have some a merch table. Tees. We're going to have a little merch table going on. It's just going to be a lot of fun. If you've been to the draft party before, you know it's just fun. You're already gearing up. You're ready for the fun. Come have fun with everybody. We had so many people show up last year. Oh, it was great. Actually, actually, every year it's been pretty. The news popping. came last year. They did. True. Yeah. They last did year, I do wonder out. because the Thunder are drafting twelve and not two. I feel like the enthusiasm might be slightly lower, but it doesn't Maybe. have to be. You guys, come Shouldn't on over. Be. The other thing I heard is that Woj is not going to be tweeting out draft picks. Yeah. Really. What about Shams? 
I think Shams will be tweeting out draft picks. Yeah, Shams doesn't work for uh, <laughs> the for person broadcasting the draft. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I don't care. They I'm going to tweet it all out. Yeah, they were finally like, please stop. You are ruining what we're doing. I'm actually <laughs> surprised that Woj agreed to it. He probably just had to agree to it. Yeah. Because the the thing with he and Shams is pretty... Uh, everyone knows about the it. The beef. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a big beef. They're probably like, "We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to not do this," and he was probably like, "Okay." Do you think that'd be enough to sway? Yeah, probably would, more than that. Would you not tweet more for a hundred thousand dollars? I would. I'd toss my phone to the moon. I'd punt it to the moon. <laughs> I wouldn't use my phone for six months. Yeah, I think I could do that for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But what about? But what about your little games? What games? I don't play games on my phone. I don't. I have not played a game. The only people playing games on my phone really is just my four-year-old, and that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I don't play games on my phone either. I got some little games on there. (laughs) Gotta get some games. Everyone's got a little game on there. You play games on your phone? No, I don't. I just waste my time in other ways. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is it's not about. It's not that I'm better than you, Luke. I'm probably worse than you. I think what you're doing is is probably more interactive than what we're doing. He does. Thanks. Need it. You're right. Could I be. am great. Could be. Uh, you guys have any favorites at twelve? If the Thunder just stay at twelve, uh, on who you think they could or should take? So players the Thunder have been linked to. Uh, I've heard them linked to Jordan Hawkins. I've heard them linked to Kobe Bufkin. I've heard them linked to Leonard Miller. I've heard them linked to who else? Lively? Uh, Lively. Yes, there's been somebody that thinks that they promised Lively. There's some people think that that Bilal Kulabali has been promised. But they the can't, they so, can't have all been promised. No, and that, that's what <clears throat> that's what the I I think the Thunder are really good at Smoke screens. There's just there's so much smoke out there, and there's a lot more teams that are doing that as well. Especially one that has two draft picks in the top eleven, the Orlando Magic. They're really good at being, yeah, very secretive. Yeah, smoke screen. Why wouldn't they? And we so for um, Slam and Jam. Alex and I had Sam Vecini on. We had an hour fifteen long draft conversation with Sam Vecini. It will drop tomorrow morning, first thing. Mm. It's very good. It's very fun. Alex literally made Sam sweat. Wow. On the show. So it's worth it's worth your time. Hmm. I got to so, check that out. I really I, like, um, I think, <clears throat> of watching little bits of all those guys and reading up on them. I really like Jordan Hawkins. I like the yeah. idea of Jordan Hawkins. A guy who can come off screens. Hit threes. He's a good shooter. That's kind of his thing. Stopping on a dime. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that. I like the idea of more players like that with Chet, SGA, J Dub, and Giddy. Yeah. Well, somebody said yesterday on, like I said, I'm overwhelmed with pod content. I'm assuming it's Vicini and uh, Coach Spinella. Mm-hmm. Spinozzi. Spinozzi uh, is. They said that Jordan Hawkins may be the best off the off the catch. Shooter in the in, in the draft this year. Yeah, I think that's true. That's encouraging. Yeah. That'd be something I'd be excited about. Yeah, that's really Kobe exciting. Bufkin is the name that is probably rising more than, gosh, maybe anybody else in the top, you know, 12, 13, 15. Yeah. Uh, so there's an intrigue to that, obviously, because of how other people are really buying in on that. But I also, it's hard to detach the Andrew... <laughs> propaganda buffkin boys the buffkin boys which is now taken over yeah really yeah so anyway but i don't know who would you be like all right so if it's this is for andrew would you be more excited if the thunder moved up to let's say seven mm-hmm. or would you be more excited if they just stayed at 12 and drafted kobe buffkin I would probably just rather take Kobe Buffett. Like if they went to seven and got Jairus Walker. Yeah, Jar. I mean, that would be great. If they could somehow get that Pacers pick and get Jairus in here. Jairus is probably a higher... He's a higher upside prospect, for sure. Buffkin just doesn't really have a lot of holes in his game. Mm-hmm. So... What did he shoot in college? Like 52, 45, and 89 or something. 
He shot it really well. Yeah. He especially toward the end of the season when the, he kind of was given the keys to the the Wolverines. He van. feels very offensively like I watched a little bit of him yesterday, and I think there's a lot of skill there, but he feels like a big that wants to be a wing on offense. Jarris? Yeah. Yeah, which honestly fits with the Thunder. It's like mm-hmm. multi-positional, super-duper strong, can move his feet, be great next to Chet. You can kind of invert their roles defensively as needed and also offensively. Th- that's where I question, like, what what are we doing? Because he just doesn't shoot it. He will shoot it, but he's not good at it. And I don't know... Like he and Anthony Black are probably in the, a lot of draft people put them in the same bucket as far as shooting goes. Yeah. And so, do you want like he and Dort would be great together on defense, and you could like tie them together with Chet, and you would have an amazing defense down the line. Like in two years, you could see the Thunder being one of the best defenses in the NBA. But what does it do to the spacing? You know. If the, if those are your best five players and you have Jarris out there and obviously if you have Jarris out there as a starter, Dort probably is coming off the bench. So then you're just banking on like J-Dub and Giddy and Chet being your shooters. Maybe that's a fine bet to make, to have those three. And then Jarris can probably set screens and roll and he can make short roll passes. And I mean... It is like even you defining why there may be problems with that is the thing that draws me to a guy like Jordan Hawkins mm-hmm. or even Grady Dick, where it's like yeah. this team has struggled, just honestly, like has struggled to have consistent shooting outside of, you know, their main guys in the early iteration. But beyond that, today, it's like they need space. So why not? And this is just a draft. This is where I probably differentiate from or deviate, excuse me, from maybe your opinion on it, or but which is probably more informed than mine. But I'm like, to get another guy that can do a lot of things, hey, I can, you know, pass. I can think the game quickly. I can, mm-hmm. like an Anthony Black. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the value of that. But in the end, this is like, gosh, do they need more of those guys or do they need somebody who can just finish a play? hit a shot, space the floor so that the elite guys that they do have that already do that yeah. can actually do that at their highest level. Yeah. Hawkins on guarded catch-and-shoot threes, 44%. Yeah. Give me that. Guarded. Unguarded, he was actually 37%. Yeah, he this past pre- year. You know what that tells me? He likes the pressure. Yeah. Mm. He's and a he, baller. He runs He's around like a maniac. He bends yeah. the defense with his movement. More than anybody else in the draft. Yeah, I really like the idea. Of that. So, I could I could see it working on defense. You worry about him a little bit just because he's not he didn't have great size for his position, which is also like not a thunder thing, and he's also not a guy that's going to make decisions. But is he somebody who could be a microwave scorer off the bench? He's a guy that he needs somebody else with it. Like he's not with the ball in his hands. No. Like if Shea sits, Giddy runs the offense. Do you bring in Jordan Hawkins to like, run off of Giddy? Like See, he like he should be better than Isaiah Joe, but he's like the same kind of player. But feels more mobile than Isaiah Joe, though. Not that Isaiah Joe's not, but it's like Yeah, I mean depending on what they ask of him, yes. Like immediately when Isaiah Joe came in and he was playing with SGA, immediately all the pressure was like so much pressure was released from yeah. from SGA. Yeah, the team was yeah, it, it's a more actualized version of the team. Yeah. yeah. And so I just want more peop, more guys like that with SGA, Giddy, Jadub. Those three guys are going to have the ball. You want those three guys to have the ball all the time. Do you want to bring in a rookie that's like, yeah, he's an okay shooter. He can, you know, I want him to be able to defend and I think they'll learn how to defend there's guys all the time that you know come into the draft and in college they weren't very big they they weren't that great or known for defense and then they some of those guys come in and the nba game just works better for them and they can be a a better positional defender or situational defender Mm -hmm. and um 
I don't know. I just I just want more guys like that because you saw how quickly, even with Isaiah Joe being inconsistent, he had 10 games where, where he was super good and then maybe 10 to 15 games where he wasn't really there. But it didn't – it still helped the team to have a guy on the floor that they knew or trusted or could pass the ball to. And look at, like, a guy like Gabe Vincent, right? And I know he's, like, bringing up the ball some too for yep. the Heat. But – Really where he was um, beneficial for them throughout the whole playoffs was when he was just kind of moving around, getting to open spots, going around screens, taking pull-up jumpers, mid-range, open. And those guys are really important for this team. Yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> defensively, I just don't know about Hawkins and how that would work. Yeah, you're not – historically, it's proven that you don't get on the floor if you don't play defense for yeah. Mark Dagnall. Yeah. Yeah, I would worry about that. I would worry about the lack of playmaking. I just like the lack of like pure upside for a guy you're taking in the lottery. He may be just kind of who he is. Yeah, I mean, and like, and that's, and what he is could be very valuable. So I don't want to like underscore that. I think he can come in and play. I think he'll help somebody right away. Um, I just wonder like, could you get a draft pick and Duncan Robinson and get something that's like not so terribly different? Mm. What are the odds of something exciting happening, like the Thunder trading or moving up or <coughs> something like that on draft night? I just think moving up is really hard because it it just takes a it takes a lot. Like it took three draft picks to get eleven last year. And the Thunder may just be like, hey, we want to have one draft pick in 2024, and so let's do some stuff with those picks. They've already done that with the Denver pick. Like, let's keep going. Like, let's let's maybe put that Houston pick on the table for somebody mm-hmm. and, you know, f- figure out a way to get into the top six to take somebody. I think it's possible. I think a lot of things are possible. That's the thing with the Thunder is like they're mentioned as trade up candidates because they have so much extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that it's not unlikely. I think they're going to try. I think that they will make every call they can. Probably, I don't think that it's worth your time to call for number one, but they'll probably call about number two and on down. I don't think you can get to number two. I think, I think the Pelicans would probably trade zion or ingram for two yeah plus draft picks so zion just uh, i saw a report i don't know if this was real or not that his team is is saying basically that they're they might be talking to the pelicans about getting zion elsewhere i mean i don't know if you saw that i I didn't see that from like a legit source okay yeah i I probably didn't then I don't know about so, that. So let's do this. It's probably from Butt Crack Sports. <laughs> I want to... And it went back to like he wants to go to New York. Yeah. I'm going to list teams four through nine. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to tell me in order of most likely to least likely position or team that would be looking to move back. Okay. Okay. The fourth pick is the Houston Rockets. If the Thunder gave them back their pick for 2024, yeah, could you get to four? Uh, I, this is where you wish that free agency was before the draft. Right. So that they would know if they're getting James Harden or not. And I, th- I think they're probably getting James Harden. I bet they – I mean, you feel like they would know. You would think. I I would say it's very – I would say like 5%. Like yeah, very I think unlikely. it's super unlikely. Because yeah. – What's it, top four protected anyway? So why would you kick it on this year's yeah. for a worse, at best, the same pick in a worse draft? Yeah, yeah. But also could be a worse pick. And fall back. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think so. Detroit Pistons at five. I think that they're just going to make the pick. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen. Number that's, six, the Orlando Magic. I think they're also just going to make the pick. Number seven, the Indiana Pacers. I think they're just going to make the pick. The Pacers have what four draft picks, three in the first round. Yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna trade that pick, it's going to be with Detroit with to move up one seven yeah. twenty six and twenty nine. That's the thing. All these you teams know. right there in that range, 
they are at a place where they just need more talented players. So they're just going to take the best player available. Yeah, they, they wanna... They're not going to be super picky about like, well, we really like this guy that's at 13. So we can take a couple more picks later in the first round and then pick at 13 or whatever. Yeah. At number eight is the team I think is the most interesting team going into Thursday night. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe not with this pick, but definitely mm-hmm. with the rest of the roster. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Washington Wizards. Obviously, the Beal conversation's very real this year or this week. Real deal Beal. Real deal Beal. I, I don't know what they could do to move up because none of these teams outside of maybe Portland. You, I mean, could you? No. You, you're, you, I'm going to see if you actually know what I'm going to ask you. Could you see, doesn't make sense, I get it, but this is, seems like a Detroit kind of move uh-huh. recently is it's like five for Beal and eight. That would be shocking. That would be shocking. That would be interesting, though. If you're, if you're the Wizards, like, yeah, please. Yeah, but... Beal has to say yes because Beal has to say yes to going to Detroit, which is where it like all ends. Yeah, because what is he giving him? Like, I mean, everything's rumors at this point, but yeah, you're hearing the usual suspects: Philadelphia, Miami. I think that's where he ends up. One of those two. Yeah, he's just like, no, like send me to Miami. Don't, don't do this. I'm not going to Detroit. You're send. You are sending me to Miami, and you will not allow them to give up X player. You will not allow them to give up this asset. This is what you're going to take, and then I will say yes. I wonder, though, like, the reason I mentioned the Wizards is I think that they, if if what we're hearing is real, which I think it is based on who they've hired to run their organization, I'm like, they want draft assets. They want draft assets. They want picks in this draft to help jumpstart the rebuild. So, so I'm like, I wonder, I wonder yeah. what they could do. Maybe it's with Porzingis to the Pacers for one of not obviously not their seventh pick but one of because the Pacers have three draft picks like could they do something to get you know what do they have 20 they just they're not great you have 26 and 29 yeah I mean I don't know I just think that's that's a team that because they have so many picks you know could they do something with them maybe the Nets or another team like the Nets want to do a sign and trade for Kuzma, and you know we'll take twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, yeah. The problem with that is you'd have to wait, and you'd have to like who they took there. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway. I just think the Wizards are really intriguing. Yeah, this, off, I, this I mean, off season in general, they're going to try to do some stuff. I mean, we could see Porzingis traded too this summer them so there's a yeah they're gonna have a lot of options i my favorite fake bradley beal trade is bradley beal for the 10th pick in the draft and they basically take back bad money from the mavericks Mm. and they just trade beal there i don't know if beal would be open to that or not it's a better situation than detroit certainly and you get to go play with luca but yeah, I like that. Yeah, the so they take back Tim Hardaway and Tim Hardaway, Bertans, Bertans and, and McGee. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Basketball wise, it feels very much a Mavs move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It, does. it really does. They're going to have a lot of perimeter scoring and a lot of problems on defense. defense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, what else are they going to do? Yeah, they got to just that keep to me feels like the swings at this point. It's like they just. Yeah, it feels like the most realistic trade option for them to actually upgrade their talent. Mm-hmm. And that's where people, I think, some people are... I, I put that trade out on the Athletic NBA show, and some people are like, well, what, why would the Mavs do that? Like, what else are they doing? You just want to keep Bertans and Tim Hardaway Jr.? Like, those guys aren't helping you you're defensively. Also, you're waiting to overpay for... a. For an overrated free agent, which yeah. is what they do every day. Yeah, I was about to say, this is, you're putting too much logic into your assumption what the Mavs should or shouldn't do at that point. Yeah. Yeah. This is what the Mavs do. They, they're either going to do this, they're going to pay for a free agent that 
ends up not panning out or they're going to throw all their assets away for Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. Yeah. Like that they did that exactly. They did that already. Yeah, I I think ultimately Beal probably goes to Miami, which is where I think he wants to go. So, uh, and why is there always so much about Miami? Russell Westbrook was going to go to Miami. Damian Lillard's going to Miami. Bradley, a, every time there's a big player, it's like because it's Miami. I, I think it's a fun place to live. Yeah, yeah. Bingo. The weather, it's like LA. The weather is nice. The weather's nice. The women are beautiful. You can live on the water. Oh. Ooh, toes in the sand. Oh, Avatar: The Way of Water. Did you guys <laughs> cry in that movie? I didn't see. It. I did. Also, I think I, I haven't see seen it. it. I think a I lot cried. of people also want to play with Jimmy. Yeah. I think Beal would like to play with Jimmy. And it's yeah, probably like that. like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and a first for Beal. It's probably what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And it's whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And I mean it would it would help the the Heat would be really, really good. That would help they them would just a lot. Stay good. Yeah. Yeah. That would help them a ton. Yeah. To get Bradley Beal. Have you guys ever been to Miami? No. Um, I've never been. The I airport. Wow. What an airport. Wow. The women. Never been. <laughs> I've never been. Have you, have you ever been, women? Andrew? I don't know. I have not been to Miami. Huh. No. I've sung about it with I, Will Smith. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Many, many times. I'm a yummy, yummy, yummy. Let's see. Shall, shall we go to Tayshon's Factoid Victory Victory? Sure. I'm Tayshawn. This is my victory victory. The Nuggets are so drunk. They are just going off at their parade. Yeah. That looks like an amazing parade. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I loved seeing Sir Michael Malone just oh ripping it on the mic. Yeah. He is. I really like him now. Andrew, you were annoyed with him. Now, yeah. what's your opinion of him? Uh, still slightly annoyed. But oh, no. come on. He's the man. Sure. Michael Malone, by the way. He's having fun. Yeah, he's having fun. It's awesome. Yeah, it's I fun. loved it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, have you guys uh, ever had some <laughs> cool party times? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any like weird stories from, from parties going a little off? <laughs> No. I uh one time when I was in this is kind of dangerous. When I was in uh New Zealand, we didn't really know anybody, but like some work friends um would invite us to things just to be nice and we were invited to this house party and we didn't know anyone there and it was out we got like a taxi and got out there. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty wild. People in New Zealand, they have some fun. Oh, there's actually a story about uh there's like one main street in, in Wellington. Yeah. And it's where all the Lord of the Rings cast and stuff would hang out because there's all these bars and stuff. And there's, it's a big like brick street and there's a big fountain in it. And the story is that Frodo Baggins was getting kicked out of all these bars because he was getting a little too litty. Wow. And really? He fell, and he fell in the fountain and was like so out of it. He, Frodo? Frodo. They had to pull him out of the fountain because Elijah he was like, Wood? Yeah, Elijah Wood. He almost drowned in this fountain in Wellington. So do you wow. have you guys ever drowned in a fountain? <laughs> no. Oh, the the party I was at. So we were there and it was pretty crazy. <laughs> and um playing all these games. I don't know, all these weird people. There were rooms with black lights in it. It was one of those parties, okay? And then it would the the middle almost the morning, probably five AM, four thirty AM, five. And we're like, we got to get back. And we have no idea how to get back. All the taxis are, there's no taxis. So we just start walking. Uh-oh. We have no idea where we are. So we're just walking the streets for probably an hour. And I believe we didn't find a taxi, but we found someone that just drove us back to our apartment. It sounds dangerous. Yeah. It was pretty, a little too I've, dangerous. I can say with... Almost a hundred percent certainty. I've never been at a party or stayed up partying till five in the morning. Oh, it's always a mistake. Yeah, it's never never, never do it. Out. It's terrible. It's not fun. But it's fun when while you're there. It, 
really it stops being fun pretty quickly because you're like the walk home. That sounds not fun. You yeah, were yeah, not. You guys were not, not fun. having fun. The lead up to the not fun, fun. Mm, I don't know. It's so, and then the next day I'm, that was horrific. Yeah, no, terrible. I don't know how the next day went. I can assume how it went. Bad, 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 bad. really bad, bad. <coughs> you don't have any like no. No one's ever been thrown through a ping pong table. You guys were in a fraternity. One time, here's the thing. One time I went to a concert. This was. This is the last time that this ever happened. I went to a concert. I went to a concert. It was uh, Turnpike Troubadours, who I'm not familiar with their Mm -hmm. music, but I went because all my friends were going. And I had, I would say, eight to ten Red Bull vodkas. And it permanently, it permanently altered my brain chemistry. I I honestly believe I have never been the same since that night. I think that's probably right. It was. That must be true. I mean, it was terrible. God, I cannot imagine you on eight to ten Red Bull vodka. Ten. I was wired. The next, the next day, one, the next day I woke up at 7 a.m. And I was alert all day long. <laughs> it was, and, I've never really and come I've, down from that. I haven't slept since. Yeah. It was horrible. I. I uh, that's when I was like, I'm, I'm never drinking. I have a memory again. about RBVs. Uh, we were we were young, like 21, 22, and we were, you know, just going out to bars all the time. And there were a big group of us in this bar. I don't know where it was. It was a weird bar. This was in Oklahoma City. And we go in the bathroom, and there's all these urinals, and there's no urinal uh, like separator, divider. divider. Yeah. And there's a dude posted up in there just leaning on that the sounds wall. sounds like Edna's. No, not uh, yeah. It's it's similar to Edna's, but this one had like four. So we're in there and we're all you know going pee. And there's a dude, a creepy old guy, just leaning against the wall, like looking down the line, just watching all of us pee. <laughs> Taylor, where are you? I didn't know where oh, we were. It was a weird thing. Wow, is it a trough urinal? It was not Edna's. They only have one urinal. It's more sketchy. It was sketchy. Hey, guys. Some people are out there, and they're looking for advice, and I'm about to give it to them. Let's go. It's a person who doesn't really give their name, but he needs their <laughs> advice, and he says he's gotten a little chubby. He needs to lose some weight. However, he loves to eat, and he hates exercise. How can I lose weight without exercising and still eat the foods I love? Is there a way? <laughs> Big problem. And the answer is no. No. However, absolutely not. <laughs> Actually, I, I do think there is a way. One. There's that new medicine that you can take that yeah. all the celebs Ozempic. are taking. Yeah, I was going to say, Ozempic. it's going yeah, to require some kind of medication. Bon take Dono. it. And I think that it just makes you eat less. Yeah, it, it makes does. You it makes digest you, it, slower. You desire food less. You desire food less, yes. and it also can make you just sick to where you're just like, I just want to kind of throw and it. And that's what well, I think people are like do. pooping their pants on it and stuff. I mean, I don't that's eat the, it to poop my pants. That's the, <laughs> I poop my pants without it. <laughs> That's the that's the risk. Off that stuff. That's the risk you got to take. You know, if that's why they're taking the medicine, I don't need it. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's it. Or what I I think maybe if you just ate the same things and did the same things, but just ate less. You just need what you need to do is you need to find the kind of exercise that you hate the least, and and yeah. and do that. That's better for your body. There's, it's it's just the it's the best way to go about it. Like if even if it's just taking a walk, like do do something pickleball. Play pickleball. I like pickleball. Shoot hoops. Do something that you have to find something to do exercise yeah, wise. It, you won't you won't regret it. And it's just better for your overall mental health. It's yep. better for your health overall just to find something. Yeah. Exercise. Luke mentioned it. He's not wrong about this either. It's like you can also still eat what you want to. Just take it from a hundred percent of the quantity down to like 65%. Yeah, even 75. Even so if you're a steakman, instead of eating a ribeye, scale down to a filet. Mm, mm, there you go. Instead of eating an entire box of God, ribeyes are so much pizza. better. Ribeyes are so much better. Yeah. I understand that. Do you want to live long and How many ribeyes are we other? eating, though? Like, I eat one maybe every six months. Oh. You eating a lot of ribeyes? <laughs> yeah, Jay's got ribeye through the week. 
Wow. Yeah, dude. Guess what I ate for breakfast this morning? A ribeye. A ribeye. Dinner. Ribeye. No, yeah. man, I'm actually pushing away. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm actually pushing a little bit of away from red meat. Yeah. And then for Father's Day, I told my wife, my wife your meat. <laughs> the worst. I told her that I would like to smoke a, I bought a pellet smoker yeah. a while ago. So I'm going to smoke a brisket. Oh, nice. There you go. So not going away from red meat too much. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going away from red Doing for the largest, fattiest, yeah, kind of straight into it, like a vat of red meat. Luke, you want to come over? Yeah, <laughs> wait for the invite. <laughs> you can't come over. So here, that's you our advice: play hoops, take poops. That's it. Here, also, there is something real about like when you just start forcing yourself to eat healthier foods. Yeah, it gets easier. Your gets body easier. feels Same thing better. With exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Same with exercise. Your body feels better, and then it starts kind of wanting those things. It's you know, it, it does. Your brain's like, oh, I'm functioning a lot better with this. Like, yeah. may, And it's sending signals like, maybe you should eat more of that. Yeah. Force yourself to do the things that you hate for a week. The next week's easier. The next week, it's a lot easier, and then yeah. you'll be happy. Nothing that's worth also, it is if easy. You, if, you, if you don't eat for a long time, then anything tastes good. Yeah, like you'll eat a salad, and be like, man, I'm I really enjoying this because you hadn't eaten for you know. Yeah, but unfortunately, when you don't eat the thing that tastes under- the best, mm-hmm. are the bad things. Yeah, it's like a salad or a, like a burger you if you're starving. Oh baby. my god, you've been swimming all day. Mm. You start shoving dogs down your throat. Amen, brother. Oh, double dogs. Mm. Do- mm. Luke's Luke's dogs with whipped cream on them or yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Cream cheese. Sour cream. I thought it was... It was sour cream. French onion dip. French onion dip is it, but it's actually... I thought it was cream cheese. Cream cheese is what I was actually trying to uh, refer to. That sounds good to me. No, no. Trust trust me, it is. Come to Stillwater, they have the best one. Mm. uh, Just in the the city hall? No. What's it called? (laughs) Welcome to Stillwater. I keep forgetting. They have have a hot tub. Oh, Curdy Shack. It's Mm. a dirty Curdy. Dirty Curdy. It's good. Huh. We got the dirtiest cream cheese. Huh. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we drop it on the floor and <laughs> serve it back yeah. to you. Oh, yeah. We come back, we're going to do some Twitter questions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former SportsCenter 
drinkers and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And we're back after that quick break. And it's time for some Twitter questions. Andrew. Andrew. Questions. I'm going to try it. Questions. Sounds good. Cream cheese with like chai. Now we answer that for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. All right, our first Twitter question comes from at OKC2024Champs, <laughs> who wants to know, what are the odds OKC picks a player that has not been mocked to them at all, i.e. Jet Howard, JHS, etc.? Yeah, I mean, just pre- I'm just preparing myself for something like that to happen. It will. Yeah, like both those guys, I would... Those are both guys I just don't really like. Hood Scafino can defend, and he's like pretty versatile, but he shot thirty percent on wide open catch and shoot threes. Sounds like a Thunderman. Thirty oh, percent. No. He shot under fifty no. percent at at the rim. Oh no! Like on layups, he just was. Where do you have one of those terrible? Forty-eight percent on layups. <laughs> he better be an elite defender, or we don't yeah. want him. Yeah, I just don't like him all that much. Jet Howard, not great on defense. Not like a real Thunder guy. He can shoot. He's 6'8", and he can shoot. But yeah, Michigan he, was terrible. When, when people elevate court. Kobe Bufkin, sometimes it feels like at the expense of Jet Howard, though. Definitely. Or they're Definitely. just like, man, whenever Kobe took over finally and Jet wasn't getting minutes just because his dad's the coach, it ended up... Changing the entire makeup of the Michigan. Yeah, team. that doesn't sound awesome. No, I'm like, oh, why would you gosh. want to crash that yeah, guy? Yeah, no. Yeah, Vecini has him pretty low on his board. Uh, Hood Scafino's rising, and so that's somebody that is versatile. That maybe the Thunder would want to take, but I, I'm not a huge fan. Of course, we would all talk ourselves into him pretty pretty quickly. Um, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not big on Jet Howard. I, the odds of them taking somebody that we're not talking about pretty high. <laughs> I think this is the way that they want it. Has, like, does they that probably, happen every year? I mean, when's the last year we got it? We last oh, Chet, Chet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that. But we didn't. That we count. didn't know J Dub. We didn't know. Well, we kind of assumed. We talked about Jang as a thundery guy. Yeah. Usman. Yeah. Uh, the, the year before giddy. giddy, we had no idea what to no, expect. We didn't know that. But we that didn't wasn't know. because of mocks either. It was like some the, of it was though. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm like the primary mock that we watched was James Booknight, and we we're all just like, I guess we can convince ourselves. I know that. we yeah. were still like so bummed out that they fell in the lottery to seven, yeah, and six, six, yeah, and I don't know. That then we just didn't even know how they were going to draft at that point either, and like the kind of players that they wanted, yeah. we didn't really yeah. know. There's still, I guess, on the Rosillo podcast, Woj mentioned again that uh, the Thunder threw so much at Cleveland to try to get Mobley yeah. in that draft. Yeah, would have been awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Giddy's really good. Yeah, yeah. I know, but so is Mobley. Giddy's really good. You, you like so, him better than Mobley? You have so many geese outside. I've never dude, seen that. Oh many. my god! Dude, I turned the corner. Hundreds. There's a hundred, dude. They're everywhere. Uh, the poops. I stepped on a poop after a podcast <laughs> two weeks ago. Dude, I, I stepped dude, on a I, poop after a podcast. I believe you. You gotta <laughs> I watch and poop after a podcast. <laughs> I'm telling watch you, watch where you're going. They man. are everywhere, everywhere There's in your neighborhood. Geese. There's a lot of geese. You may just go out there and start golf clubbing them. You can be arrested for that. <laughs> I've heard that actually. I wouldn't do that anyway. I freaking love animals, especially 
Geese, really geese. especially geese. geese. Especially geese. I, no, hold on a sec. Let me finish. Can I finish? No. No. Never. Okay, especially birds. birds. Especially birds. I like birds. You love birds? I, I love birds. birds, too. Jay, let's go bird. I go bird watching with you. Dude, I kind of want to get some, bino- some good binoculars. Get the book, you know? Do we get book? these... Uh, they're oh, what are they called? They're called something kite birds that they sit yeah. on top of my tree and just like stare. And they look kind of like hawks, but they're not. It's awesome. Love them. I think it kind of is like this, a hawk, though. It is. Yeah. I was on my way on my way this morning. I was thinking I want to. <laughs> what I want to see is I want to see an owl. Like I've rarely seen an owl oh. just in the. Oh, just, oh, yeah? just get some hoots in. <laughs> get some hoots. I Dude. went to uh, last vacation I went on. I get went some hoots in. I, I went to just, the, uh, just go get some hoots in. I was in the. I can we, went, just, can we just go get some hoots in? <laughs> Come on. I went to the Bahamas. We got, a, we and got, I got saw, an owl uh, that, that flamingos up over here. <sighs> See, dude, I'm. You saw wild flamingos? Not wild. They were like with the place I was at, and they had a little flamingo like. So they were like zoo flamingos. Well, they let them. Yeah. Well, they, but they let them out and walk around. You know, in LA, awesome. they just have peacocks going around. They have the peacocks in Arcadia. Here, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Their neighborhoods in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma on City. On sixty third, on sixty third, in between Santa Fe and Kelly, there is a peacock crossing sign. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. It says slow Facts. your roll. There's peacocks around. Facts. Facts. Get some hoots in. Get some, Get some hoots. hoots in. Jay, you would have loved the owl I saw in Tulsa. Where Dude, I, I lived in Tulsa, there were so many owls. They had barbed owls, which is different than a barn owl. Barbed. They had uh, they had out, watch for owl signs everywhere. You're saying barbed, barred, b a r r e d, I believe, or b a r d. I don't know. Okay. Barred owl. Anyway, they're big. I mean, his wingspan was probably like mine in my head, <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> anyway, well, I was taking my dogs out to go. Uh, they take your dog just pee-pee. fly away. I had a really little one. Hawk was his name. He's dead now. Rest in peace. Yeah. No, he got kicked out. He bit my child. And uh, <laughs> we, I heard this like, and I turn around. There was a huge hawk behind me, and just did you, you would have loved you, it. Did Jay. you toss? Did you toss your dog up? <laughs> I was like, Take that, him. Was, that was right after the dog bit. <laughs> was so your dog's good. name Hawk? Yeah, that's. He was. I have another one named Teddy. Isn't it weird we name our animals uh, like a other animal name? We we don't. No, I don't. No. That is weird. I think it's weird you call your names that your animals like human names. Yeah. Freaks. <laughs> get some hoots in. Get, we'll some, get hoots. some hoots in? Let's get the next Twitter question in. It comes from at Sorry, Miguel. we're not talking about birds anymore. <laughs> no. Jay, we can Done start a bird pod. That's, that's, we've had enough bird talk yeah. for the next decade. Cardinals, oh, I have so many Cardinals and Blue Jays. I love them. Ugh, love that's them. where my name oh, comes from. Oh, I love from. them. Get some hoots in. They're beautiful. I'm just trying to find birds. Would you guys get, would you, you guys would ever own a bird as a pet? Like an inside bird? No. I had one. I had a cockatiel. Really? Tuki. Does it talk? Tuki, tuki. Is it one that talks? It would, it could whistle. Uh, oh, it loved me. Oh, man. We had a really good relationship. Let's do the next question, please. <laughs> Comes from at Is Miguel Davella25. Who wants to know, is Andrew one of the Athletics' resident draft guys now? No. Can he talk about the process on how he was assigned to go to the draft? Uh, they asked if I would go to the draft for our audio team. I said, yeah. Yeah, he's a resident podcast guy. Podcast guy, yeah. Not draft, draft guy. guy. Yeah, I, just, right. I like the Stop draft. Stop the crap, man. I like you're, the draft a lot. You're but. doing this whole like, oh, I'm just not. Come on. I'm just a widow podcaster. Just nobody talks to me like you are beloved in the athletic NBA world. People trust you. If Sam Vecini trusts you to have conversations about the draft and sees you as as close as an equal as somebody who wrote a 130,000 word. I mean, definitely not draft equal. guy. Yes, he, Yes, he does, you're, you freak. You're his contemporary. Hey, don't talk about my friend like that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Andrew works hard on this, You're man. his peer. You think he spends all this time watching Synergy clips just to be told he's not an equal? Yeah. That's fine. Boom. I don't care. Sam Bassini doesn't go on anybody else's podcasts as often as he And he doesn't call you a friend. It's true. And talk about Buffkin Boys. Yeah. Hey, we do talk about Buffkin Boys. Um... What is Penny asks in the chat? Thinking about bringing my daughter to the draft party is that a good idea? Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing my son. Yeah, you can definitely bring your kids and one of his friends. I brought my kids before. Your your hands are so sweaty. Yeah, 
It's a good war. place. Fassler Hall, if you haven't been, it's... it's Kid-friendly. It's big and it's, it's open. Big. And now we've had enough events there where they're going to be stacked. Like, they're going to be used to it now. So don't worry. You're going to yeah. eat good food. They have great food. Yeah, the food, like, the food is good. They were ready last year. They were ready last, they were ready last they were year ready for last sure. Year. Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. yeah, they were ready last year. <laughs> hey, what time should people get to Fassler Hall next week? Six. Probably six o'clock. Six or before. Six. We're going to... Seven. Draft starts at seven. But We're, obviously, if you want a good table, get there early. If you want a if you want a good table and you want to get food, get there early. Like if you want to eat dinner, just get there a little. Four thirty. Also, we're gonna have down to dunk a specialty glass that is gonna be Ooh. very limited, limited, very, very limited supply. There's seven yeah. of them. I don't think I've ever eaten at a draft party. Really? I oh order gosh. food and then I just walk away and then I. Yeah, that sounds about right. Never eat it. I'm you weren't even attention. at the last party. It was just me and Andrew that came to the watch party, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, huh? I think that's right. So, yeah, Lively Beer we Works and Minnesota Down to game. Dunk. Oh. Uh, it's going to have our logo on it on, on a glass. So, if you, I think if you buy a certain Lively Beer Works beer, you'll get the glass and you can take it home with you. Thank you, Nick. Nick from Lively. Oh, Shout out to Nick. I had. I see that. It looks very nice. Yeah. I My favorite one. We, we've done. This will be our third of those, I believe. True. Yeah. At Fassler. No, I'm saying the third glass, glass we've had. Yeah. Oh, the third glass. The best one I don't have anymore. And it's the one that had the blue writing yeah. on it. Yeah. And it was like a thicker glass. Yeah. Broke mine. Wasn't that from our very first live pod? Maybe. Wasn't it from uh, it was Anchor Down? It was from yeah. Anchor Down. Yeah. 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 I, I have. Those, I think those, the only those, two glasses we've done are from Anchor now. Yeah, shout out to Joey. I think they're both there. Yeah. Shout out, Jai. Shout it out, Joey. Jai. <laughs> okay, let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ligitty three, who wants to know if we leave the draft with a four. What are the min per game averages for the rookie Poku and Ding for next season? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new name. Parentheses, pretend Hendrix or Jarris. I mean, if they draft, if if the Thunder are lucky enough to draft Taylor Hendrix or Jarris Walker, they will play them a lot. They'll probably come off the bench. I still assume that the starting lineup will be the same as we, you know, think it's going to be. Yeah, Chet, Giddy, J Dub, Lou, Shay. Yeah, and then they'll bring that guy off the bench as like their first big. Both those guys, I think, are ready to play right away and can contribute from day one. Let it rip, man. And so then it's going to be – the good thing about Jeng is that he can play the three and the four more than those guys can, so he can play on the wing. Poku is going to be a backup big, and it's going to be basically between he and, like, Jay Will and Jeremiah. Like, those three are going to battle for minutes. And you so, think he's the backup big? Like no, he's just saying he's going to come off the bench. I, th- I just still think he, similar to Us, where it's like you can have some... some. I mean, I, think, I could see him on the wing. I just don't know that he can play Poku as a three. I don't know. We'll I, see. We'll see. Big summer for Poku. Big summer. That's big every summer. Big summer. I, I think... I don't know how to predict what that's going to look like. Uh, I, but I would assume that if they trade up for a guy to like... If they trade up to nine with Utah, and maybe Utah... Sees the value, and you could trade Utah their pick next year back to them, and because it's probably going to convey. It's top ten protected, right? Or top twelve, maybe. It's uh, yeah, top ten protected. It, I, I don't know if it's going to convey or not. The, the West is going to be insane next year. Yeah, even more so than this year, I think, because the Thunder are going to be competitive. You know, like, t- tell me which team is going to be non-competitive. Like, somebody is uh, that, Houston. We do- that we don't know. But they're they're going to not be 20 wins. They might be 29 wins. After. Also, Harden might go back. Harden might go and back. They, and they may you, get 30 wins. And then you win 34 games. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. There's not going to be a lot of wins to go around. Like, Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas – Houston, I mean, San Antonio might be the only non-competitive, but they're going to have Wimby. Mm-hmm. The Kings, the Suns, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers. Yeah. That whole division is competitive. Nuggets, Timberwolves, Thunder, Jazz, Blazers. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be competitive? Um, it might be Utah. Yeah, the Wolves. They the, want to be competitive. They want to be, 
and they're going to be in the, they're going to be in the mix. I'm just kidding. I know they will. You be. know, like what teams of all that I listed are going to be non-competitive? We mm. get it, man. God. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always yeah. somebody. There's all, it's always going to be somebody, and that's why I, I kind of think Utah Clippers might be one of those. Two. It could be the Clippers, and we get the number one Yikes. pick, and we get who knows, Cody Williams. J Dub's brother. Is he gonna be one? I have no clue. You haven't started looking at 2024? <laughs> no. I thought you were the resident draft guy. Exact exactly. Get exactly. your hoots in. Get your hoots in. Get your hoots in. Get your hoots in. <laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Malari24. Who wants to know which player in the Thunders range would you be least excited about if OKC drafted them? Balaw Kulabibi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kulabali. Kulabali. Yeah, I Kulabali. Yeah, I I would be a little bit like ugh. until Thursday night at about nine o'clock after they draft him. We like, talk ourselves. We talk ourselves. I think him. he's the guy. I, he's the highest upside player left yeah. on the board. You His know? ceiling yeah. is endless. He Wimby likes him. Yeah, Wimby said he should be top five. We're recording our podcast It'll for be Friday. Right I don't know. Now. We say that sometimes, but then on top of that, it's like I remember when we drafted Basley, and we're like, "Well, it's a pick." They did a thing. They did something. They did get Dort that night, which was like the most impactful thing they did. And I think we actually mentioned it. Yeah, it happened like during the podcast. I think. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kulabali is a tough one. It's a tough one. He's. I, I defer to I can't I gotta figure out what his name was, but there was a guy that made a comment that called him Pierre and Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's so good. Uh yeah, I worry about that. Hood's Cafino is another one where I would just be like, Ugh, and I've already listed the reasons why. Um Bryce Sensabaugh, I would be like totally out on him as well. He gets buckets, but and he can shoot it. The other things I don't like. Uh, Nick Smith or Keontae George, those guys too, I would just be a little meh about. All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Brian Cromer, who wants to know or says, this is probably not even possible, but seven use with the Zion trade scuttlebutt this week. Would you want OKC to press the button for Zion? No. I mean, it would have to be Chet for Zion. Would you do that? No. Or no. J-Dub for Zion. No. No, 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 it no, It's no, no. stupid to say no to that, but... It kind of does, doesn't it? Like, what if Zion gets here? I don't like he the wouldn't vibes. Be, he would not be the first player to go from New Orleans to a new team and yep. be healthy. That whole Rockets run was because of that. Yep. I just don't like the vibes right now. Not the time. Maybe it is the exact time. Hmm. Exact time. Hmm, the, I know I what tried. you're going for. I tried. There. I tried. Zion time. Uh, <laughs> Zion, like a Zion Shea pick and roll would be super sick. Don't make me think about the basketball element of this. Okay, <laughs> it would be it would be I'm such talking. a blessing to the um, Oklahoma City restaurant community. Why? Because he he's so fat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he eats so much. <laughs> Big so, it would, guy. It would be crazy. It would also be crazy to have him and Chet as your front court. Yeah, that would be crazy. I can't imagine they would do it for anything less than Chet. It would have to. I mean, maybe J Dub. I don't you think? think. You think J Dub's enough? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. It'd probably be like J Dub and like four first rounders. Yeah, fifty. All of our first rounders. I don't know. I, it's, a, it's a swing. I don't think the I don't think the Thunder are in position to do something like that. I don't think they I don't would. Think the, I don't think there's actual legitimate scuttlebutt about Zion leaving. I like think I there heard is. somebody from yesterday that said David Griffin. I think it was Gavoni again, which is like Zion's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean it. It might be Bi, but if they really want the number two pick, they're going to have to trade one of those guys. Yeah. to get him. Yeah, who would you trade between Brandon Ingram and Zion? If I if I want to win the championship, you would have to trade Bi, because Zion 
has a higher ceiling than the higher potential for being generational. Right. Because if it's like Zion and Scoot are your guys. That is some thick. Yeah. Strong so, boys, man. Powerful. I yeah, mean, they Scoot would be is like I watching some of his work. I watching. I'd be watching I watch some I'm of his hooting. I watch some of his workouts, dude. He is just athletically he's insane. He's really good. He's really, really good. I and I might Charlotte, don't screw this up. Just draft Scoot. Just draft Scoot. If you have a chance to get Zion, yeah, dude, maybe do that. But just draft Scoot. Zion and Charlotte. Not gonna be happy. Career. Yeah. Well, where's he from? Isn't he from Zion? Yeah. Texas, right? No. I don't remember. I'm on it. Jay's right. on it. While we're on it, we're gonna go to the next on Twitter the question. Chase who comes from I am Kev Kev Bot. Who wants to know what are the chances of trading out of the first round altogether? I think pretty low. I think I think the Thunder would want to take somebody in the first round this year. Yeah. Still we're still in a place with this team where those guys are really valuable. You'd have to get something pretty awesome yeah. for them to trade out. Yeah. It'd have to be a very valuable first, or maybe two firsts in the future to do that. So pretty low. Jay? It's probably more likely that they move up than move out. Mm-hmm. Andrew, you got a favorite bird? Zion's from South Carolina. Born oh. in North Carolina. So he's in the Carolinas. Hey. Which is where Charlotte is. Send the boy home. No chance the Thunder move out of this draft pick. There's no way. The higher likelihood is that they're going to combine something from 2024 to get at least maybe one spot up. You know, if Dallas wants two picks so they can... Dallas wants to trade their pick for sure. You know, so they can get more assets to try to get Bradley Beal or whatever. Yeah. You know, that that's the option. Yeah. You know, and that's only if you fall in love with somebody at 10. But if it's Grady Dick at 10 or, or if Kobe Bufkin is really their guy and they're mm-hmm. thinking, you know, that he's going to be gone at 11. Yeah. Go get him. It has to be something like that because really the difference is pretty negligible between who's being mocked at 10 and 12, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andrew, are you a bird hater? Am I a bird hater? I don't know. I'm bird indifferent. You if I lived with this many geese, I'd probably bird. Be a bird hater. You got a favorite bird? A favorite bird? Yeah. Uh, I, I do. We do have some cardinals around. Mm. I do. I will. I will say, hey, there's a cardinal when there's a cardinal. Right. That's yeah. a big deal. That's kind That's of it, really. I don't do much more than that. Okay. Well, then. Until Taylor and I go bird watching. Yeah. I'm trying to go birding. I'm going to be a birding guy. I go older guy. I'd, I'd bird with you. You want to go birding? I'd, I'd bird. Do you see a lot of birds from your tower? Uh, I get a lot of pigeons pooping in my balcony. Beautiful. <laughs> so I'm scaring them off. And one time I had like a big hawk that was there. I am not kidding. I just remembered this. I saw a pink pigeon. It was all pink. All pink. Where? On the roof of what's what's that liquor store at like twenty third and uh, Byron's? Yes, Byron's. It flew in, and I thought I thought like my eyes were messing up or something. It was pink, a pink pigeon. I looked it up. It's albino. Real. I don't know if it's albino. That yeah, there's some genetic thing that can happen. Very yeah. rare. Wow. Considered very lucky in <laughs> some uh, places. My house. <laughs> you took it. Okay. Cool. Hey, I got another question for you guys. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed and peeved. Are you guys miffed and are you peeved? So I'm a little miffed. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a pink pigeon. Let me see. Yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, Yes, it was. I think it was that pink. It's like hot pink. Hot pink. Yeah. I kind of thought maybe a pale pink. Yeah, that's no, what no, I was thinking it, too. That's how I saw it. It was so bright. Wow. Yeah. So cool, I, huh? Congratulations. Pretty cool. I played a show last night. You should put that on your resume. Okay. Whoa, pink pigeon. Oh gosh. Sorry, Jay. You should Sorry, stop Jay. it. That's fine. Pink uh, pigeons are endangered. Protect them, Byron's. Protect them. I was loading up my stuff. <laughs> I play the drums sometimes. And I was loading up my stuff and I was carrying stuff and people just aren't mindful there. Like a lot of their workers are just like standing in the major thoroughfares of the place we were playing. Mm -hmm. 
So I was, but I was loading my stuff up and I tried to avoid somebody and I ended up hitting my leg on this like kind of table looking thing that's just more decorative. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that didn't feel good. I woke up this morning, ooh. freaking cut my leg open. Oh, yeah, like bleeding in my jeans. Oh, wow. That's how hard I hit it, man. Sounds so, like a country song, bleeding in my jeans. Bleeding in my jeans. Bleeding in my jeans. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so I'm a little miffed and peeved about yeah. that. Freaking How are stupid. your jeans, dude? Dude, they Stain? didn't tear. That's what I was thinking. They weren't going to be to- torn. Oh, if it was weird. enough force to cut my skin, but not yeah. enough force to cut my jeans, it's kind of unique, huh? Yeah. Summer summer jeans, huh? Get them out of here. The jeans, my jeans don't see summer. Yeah, that's true. I used to be a, I used uh, to be a summer jeans guy. It was a country music-themed evening, guys. Jorts. Oh, I guess you're right. So what do you wear instead of the jeans? Like Jorts. chinos and stuff? Shorts. You don't wear pants. Yeah, no. I'm going to work. I guess you're at work too. Okay? Guys, I'm so tired of this. <laughs> Anybody else miffed and peeved? Hmm. Just some, just some uh, personal stuff that has to do with, you know. Oh, spill it. Hair in my butt crack I got to take care of. All right. Hey, join us at, ba- at Bassler Hall Andrew, next Thursday. Andrew. Yes. Who are they going to draft at 12? Oh, the official predicky. What? It's, it's, in, it's in New York? Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. Are you going to got anything on your to-do list? Like here, pizza? You, you got any pizza? Statue of Liberty? Riding the duck? Yeah, I got to uh, grab a slice of Sbarro. It's a dollar. Not Sbarro, but there are dollar pizza places. It's awesome. Yeah, I got to check out the dollar pizza. I'm uh, telling you, it's good. Yeah, I... um. I don't know. I have, I'm going to be so busy and not going to be there for very long. Mm. So, what is your travel? I leave Wednesday morning back Friday early. I leave like first thing Friday. Predict, dick, 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 dick them. Let's hit it, Andrew. I just predict the, that we're going to be all Buffkin boys. I just want to buy Buffkin Thunder jerseys for my kids. Is that so much to ask? Ah, come on, Sam. Is that too much to ask? You should get them Buffkin jerseys anyway. When he's on the Lakers or the Wizards. I think no, get a Buffkin Thunder jersey. You should take you think they're going lively. Oh, why not? Wow. I'm trying to think outside of the box. Well, that Yeah, that is outside the box. So what? They, they want to... He's coming off the bench, or he, they're playing both? No, maybe sometimes both, but sometimes yeah. off the bench. He provides some versatility. Huh. I wouldn't. I believe I in the shooting. I wouldn't hate that. I, I don't know if I believe in the shooting. He, well, he shot like three threes in college. You should take in a Broadway show. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Broadway's, no, we won't Broadway's be back. next Friday morning. Baby. No. <laughs> what? The, from COVID? I, we need to figure out what yeah. we're going to do. But... I'll be doing lots of podcasts. I probably won't sleep that night. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how Broadway is back, yeah, baby. Broadway is back. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Is that true? Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll have more draft content for you on Monday for sure. Wednesday, we'll figure it out somehow. Friday, I don't know. But hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.